Great things are happening at Vineyard. Vineyard Community Church in downtown London, Kentucky at 220 West 5th Street. All right, we are starting something new today. If you'll listen to this, this is a life-changing set of messages. I'm going to do it this week and next week is all. Um, and, and here's what it is. I was reading in the Bible just for my own pleasure. You know, a lot of times I read in order to work on sermons and I read in order to prepare for Wednesday nights and, or to help somebody or they've asked me, you know, uh, did, 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 Ab- did a- Adam have a belly button? You know, questions like that. And, and so, and you know, of course, who knows if he did? Think about that. So, I, you know, you the people ask me questions, so I study for that. But I was studying for my own pleasure one day uh, recently. And as I was, I saw something in the Bible I had never seen before. And I probably read this portion of the Bible 20 to, to 100 times, somewhere between 20 and 100 times, and probably closer to 100. And um, I'm going to take you there. Right? It is absolutely life-changing. This is something, say with me, say, what is it? What is it's it? all about that. Today is all about what is it, all right? And, and, and I think you're going to find this great. Jesus was having an argument with some Pharisees, and they had a lot of arguments. Um, you know, the Pharisees would come in and try and stump Jesus. They would ask him things like, hey, Jesus, did Adam have a uh, belly button? And Jesus would just look at him like they were crazy. You know, it was an unnecessary question. But uh, they would ask him all kinds of questions like this, and they were arguing over their heritage, all right, over their heritage at this point. He's talking about their ancestors, John 6, 31 and verse 35, and it says, after all, our ancestors ate manna. This is the Pharisees talking to Jesus. After all, our ancestors ate manna while they journeyed through the wilderness. How many know what manna is? It's what, bread from? Right, and it's angel's food, the Bible says. Uh, while they journeyed through the wilderness, they ate manna. The scriptures say Moses gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus then replied, well, I'm the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry again. And these guys are bragging about that they'd been sustained by God in the wilderness or their their ancestors did. And Jesus trumps that with, well, I am the bread of life. You know, if you don't eat my flesh, you you won't. If you eat my flesh, you'll never be hungry again. And he goes on and, and there's a lot of scripture about that. But I want you to see how important that moment in time was to these people that that bread came from heaven to earth, that bread came from heaven to earth. So important that you catch this. I want to take you back to that time and take that comparison that that the Pharisees made to Jesus. I want to take you back to that time when bread did come from heaven, and I want you to see some things. Check this out. Exodus 16, 11 through 12, uh, Moses and and the Lord are having a conversation because the people are hungry and they're complaining, and he, he goes to God and he says, what are you going to give us to eat? And finally God says, well, you're going to have quail in the morning, or quail in the evening, and you're going to have uh, bread in the morning. You're going to have manna, or you're going to have bread in the morning. So let's look at this real quick. Then the Lord said to Moses, I have heard the Israelites' complaints. Now tell them, in the evening you will have meat to eat. And that was quail. Or you know, for us it would be chicken. And in the morning you will have all the bread you want. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God. And so God says to them, I'm going to give you this, this bread this, uh, from, from heaven. Just the next morning, the Israelites get up, and here's what happens with them. Check this out on the screen. The Israelites were puzzled when they saw it. They got up the next morning, and they saw this bread from heaven. They were puzzled when they saw it. What is it? Say that with me. Say, what is it? Now, that's the the title of what we're studying today, but here he says, what is it, they said. 
they asked each other. They had no idea what it was, and Moses told them, it is the food the Lord has given you to eat. These are the, the Lord's instructions. Each household should gather as much as it needs. Somebody say, what is it? So they get up the next morning, there's this bread on the ground, and they're like, what is that? They didn't recognize it. They didn't know what it was. But God say, but Moses says, just go get, what, get it. It's bread from heaven. Get it. Take as much as you need for your family. And, and they actually, in another place, he says, get two omers of it. or two, And that's like, almost like a quart. Do get two quarts of it for your families. We're going to study this a little more, but I want you to look at something because this is the picture that I have in my mind because I went to Sunday school a little bit when I was a kid. Take a look at the screen, and you're going to see a Sunday school picture. And do you see the bread on the ground? Do you see all the white bread all over the ground? These, these little tortillas of bread. Come on, somebody. Uh, on the ground, do you see that? How many of you check that out? Out, right and then take a take a look at this movie that they made they did they spent millions and millions of dollars producing this movie and you can see on the ground this white bread now who wants to eat bread off the ground I don't know but that's where it was apparently so they had this white bread on the ground and in our minds we look at things and we think of bread in this next picture take a look at the bread now doesn't that look good and this looks like bread, it looks like something like this, like you would go down to your grocery store and buy and, you know, maybe it comes sliced and maybe it doesn't. And the Israelites got up one morning and this bread is all over the ground and they say, what is it? They had no idea what it was. Now that's what we were taught in Sunday school. We were taught that God sent Meatball sandwich bread, come on somebody, and put it all over in front of them, and it was like, hey, make yourself some meatball sandwiches, my children. Come on now, right? And so God sent meatball sandwich bread, come on somebody, down for everyone to eat, right? And that's all wrong. That's all wrong. And I, up until two or three days ago, had this thought in my mind that they were going out and they were getting, you know, maybe it was hamburger buns, I don't know. They were putting some, it was some kind of bread, right? I mean, it was pre-made, pre-sliced, probably said Kearns or, or Flowers Bakery right on it. I don't know. Wonder Bread, you know, Miracle, Jesus's Miracle Wonder Bread. That's probably what it said on it. And I, you know, that was what I thought. I thought it looked like this. But here's the thing. I'll show you another scripture. Take a look at Exodus 6 and 31. The Israelites called the food manna. Now, how many know what manna means? It means, what is it? They didn't know what it was. And they were used to looking at bread. It may not have looked like this, but they were used to what bread looked like, and they had no clue what this stuff was. Stick with me. I thought that God was sending loaves of bread down. Many of you thought God was sending loaves of bread down, but he wasn't. Read this with me. The Israelites called the food manna. It was white like coriander seed, and it tasted like honey wafers. So it's this sweet seed that's about the size of coriander seed. Now I've got another picture up there to show you what coriander seed looks like. You can see in the man's hand there what coriander seed looks like. This is, the, this is what we get the plant cilantro from. But it, it looks similar to this. It was a comparison similar to this, but not quite like this. It was a little whiter, a little paler, maybe you know, not, not so uh, brown here. Take a look at it blown up. Here's some coriander seed all blown up so you can see how small it is. Very small seed. And so the children of Israel got up in the morning and saw this kind of thing all over the ground. Stick with me. But I want you to catch this. Take a look at the screen. When God delivers to you, it always comes in seed 
form. Now, for some of us, we've been praying for God to come and solve our problems, and he does that. That's called a miracle. But the daily sustenance that he was doing, which was miraculous, no doubt, but the daily sustenance he was doing, he gave them in seed form in seed form. And when God delivers to you what you've been asking for, you see the children of Israel came to Moses. They had to go through Moses to get to God. And they're like, we are hungry. We are thirsty. We want some meat. We're, we're starving. Should we go back to Egypt? And we've talked about that a lot. But here's what happens. God answers their question, or God answers their request, but he answers it in seed form. In seed form. Remember that. Remember that. Say, what is it? Let's take a look at, over in Numbers, it gives a little more information on this. Let's look at this. The manna looked like, Numbers 11, 7 through 8. The manna looked like small coriander seeds, even smaller than the seeds you saw. Looked like small coriander seeds. And it was pale yellow like gum resin. Now, the other one said it was white, so it's a really light white, or a white or a really light yellow. It was pale yellow like gum resin. The people would go out and gather it from the ground. Now, you thought that they went out with a basket and they were like, okay, I've got one loaf of bread for, for Joey. I've got one loaf of bread for Isaiah. I've got one loaf of, right? That's not what they did. They went and gathered seed. They gathered seed and they put it in, court, in these court, what they called omers or these, court, these little bushel things. They made, listen, let's read it again. The manna looked like small coriander seeds. It was pale yellow like gum resin. The people would go out and gather it from the ground and they made flour by grinding it with hand mills or pounding it in mortars. Then they boiled it in a pot and made it into flat cakes. These cakes tasted like pastries baked with olive oil. Now in the King James Version, it said it tasted like fried pastries, uh, uh, fry, or pastries fried in oil. Do you know what pastries fried in oil are? Donuts, Donuts. come on somebody. God had the first Dunkin' Donuts. Now, I love God now. I mean, that just made me fall so in love with God. I was like, Lord, you are so special to us. These tasted like pastries baked with olive oil, or is, I like the, King, the New King James better, fried donuts from uh, Krispy Kreme. So God delivers Krispy Kremes to them, right, in the morning. You eat those in the morning anyway. So they would take this seed and gather it in the morning, then they would put it in a hand grinder, or they would do it with a mill, and they would, they would crack it up. Let's read it again. They made flour by grinding it with hand mills or pounding it in mortars. Then they boiled it in a pot and made it into flat cakes. So they grind the seed, then they, 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 they get moisture in it so it puffs up. Some of you ladies know what, how to do this stuff. I don't. And it, they baked it and made cakes out of it. And it tasted like Krispy Kremes. Come on, somebody. Glory to God. Somebody say, praise the Lord. Now, I want you to understand something, though. We had the idea that we just went out and picked up loaves of bread from God. But here's the thing. He delivers to us in seed form. And then, take a look at the screen, there will be work associated with what God gives you. See, once you gather that seed, it's got to be ground. It's got to be boiled. It's got to be made into cakes. It's got to be baked. And then it can be eaten. And when God delivers to you in your life, you see, I believe God's delivering to a lot of you right now. That new things are happening and you can depend on God in new ways. But sometimes when he delivers, we look at it and we think he's going to give us this. And he's given us a bunch of coriander seed. And we're like, 
There's work associated with that. That couldn't be God. And yet here he is with the children of Israel feeding them this way. Huh? So there will be work associated with what God gives you. Just say that. Say, I got to work with what God gives me. And that's the truth. All right? Kick the person next to you. Say, I'm talking about you. What is it? Say that with me. What is it? See, they didn't know what to do with it. They didn't have a clue as to what it really was. And for some of us, we look at what God gives us and we're in the same boat. We're like, what is that? Huh? I prayed for something and I got the wrong thing. No, you got the right thing. You just have to work with it. You got what, God, what you requested from God. You just don't recognize that that's what it is. All right? Some of you have been praying for a way out and God gave you someone to manage you and teach you new skills so you could find a way in. And you're like, God, I don't like this person. They're trying to change me. Well, that's God's answer to you, and it's coming in seed form. And there's a little grinding of your spirit and your soul that needs to be done. It need, you need to be boiled down a little bit. Come on, somebody. You need to be taken out and formed into a cake, baked, and you'll taste like a, like a Krispy Kreme to the world. Come on, somebody. But the fact is, is you've just wanted God just to fix your problem, and he gave you an opportunity. You see, a lot of us asked God for a car, and he gave us a job. Come on, somebody. And we thought that God didn't deliver. But there are places in this world, all over this world, where you can go, and you, there are no jobs. So forget the car. So if God gave you a way to fulfill you, your destiny and to fulfill your requests, that is God giving to you in seed form. How many of you catching me this morning? All right, now watch this. Look at 11, Numbers 11 and 9. We'll wrap this up pretty quick here. The manna came down on the camp with the dew in the night. So at night, they'd all go to bed, they'd rest, and, and they'd wake up, and there was the, the manna on the dew. What does that tell us about God? Well, take a look at the screen. God works when you're resting. So many of you have asked God for something, and you're so uptight. Is God going to give it to me? I lost my dog. Come on, somebody. Glory to God. On Tuesday, is God going to give it to me? But somehow somebody got to resting and God delivered that dog. Amen? Amen. How many are you following me? And so God comes through and he works while you're resting. They would go to bed at night. The dew would come up there. It would be in the morning. Now that gave them a purpose. That gave them a job to do. But God's part was done while they were resting. And so many of us are way too uptight to receive from God. We're too concerned, too worried, too, too, too fearful. And God wants you to rest in who you are, what you are, and how you do things so that he can do his work so he can deliver to you. Amen? Check out this. Say, what is it? Exodus 16, 7 and 18. Here's another little bit about this. So the people of Israel did as they were told. They were told to go gather some in every morning. Some gathered a lot, some only a little. Now check this out. So the people of Israel did as they were told. Some gathered a, little, a lot and some only a little. But when they measured it out, everyone had just enough. Those who had gathered a lot had nothing left over. And those who gathered only a little had enough. Each family had just what it needed. Say just what it needed. Just what it needed. You see, a lot of us have been, have been going to God and saying, you didn't give me enough. It's not enough what you gave me. Couldn't I be born a billionaire, God? How come I had to be born into this family? Why couldn't you get me born into that family across town that seems to have everything? But listen to me. When God gives it to you, if it's a little, it's enough. And if it's a, if it's a whole lot, it seems it all gets used up. Yeah. 
And so you've got, to be, you've got to be happy where you're at. Take a look at the screen. God's provision is always enough regardless of how much you can gather. Some of us have been so uptight about where we're going, what we're going to be, who we're going to be, and you should be concerned about that. You should make plans because the Bible says we make plans and God sets our footsteps. So you have a job to make the plan. But some of us are so uptight about the fact that it may not be quite enough in our minds that we put a limit on God and he can't get it to us. We're still looking at going, what is that? Well, that's your provision. That's your provision. That's what's going to feed you. If you can gather a little, it'll be enough. If you can gather a lot, it'll be, there won't be any left over. And it all gets gone by the time it's all done. Say, what is it? Exodus 16 and 15. The Israelites were puzzled when they saw it. What is it? And that word means manna. They said, they, they said, what is it? They asked each other. They had no idea what it was. And here's what I want to tell you this morning. I want to wrap this up with this idea. You may not recognize the thing God delivers, even if you have been praying for it. We kind of talked about that a little bit, but I just want, to, I want you to settle on that for a minute. Some of you have been asking God for something, and God has delivered to you. And you got up in the morning, and you looked at what God delivered, and you were like, what is that? That is not what I asked for. That is not what, what is going to sustain me. That is not what's going to help me get through. But my point to you is, is, yes, it is. But you may have to gather it. You may have to grind it. You may have to boil it. You may have to form it. You may have to bake it before you can eat it. All those things are on our side of the table. And many of us have been saying to God, God, what is it? What is it? What is it, God? Where is, my Where is my sustenance? Where is what I've been asking for? And it's right in front of you, but you don't recognize what it is. You've got a preconceived notion of how it ought to be, and God's delivering his way, and you're not recognizing it. Now, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking to the person next to you. Kick the person next to you. Say, that's what he's talking about you. So... I have one question for you this morning, and I want to wrap this up with this one question. I want you to hear this. Have you been looking at God's answer to your prayer and been saying, what is it? Have you been looking at God's answer to your prayer and said, what is it? You know, my, my teenagers do this. They're like, Dad, this school thing is crazy. The teacher gives us homework, and I'm like, yeah, you've got to remember it. You've got to do it. You've got to turn it in. You've got to study it, and then you've got to take the test, and then you get the grade. The teacher did their part. You've got to do the work to get it to, to turn it into what it should be, and then the grade gets you through. And they're like, no, 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 everybody should get an A, Dad. Don't you understand that? And I'm like, yes, I get that. But that's really immature thinking, isn't it? Isn't it immature thinking to think that we don't have any responsibility on our side of the table? Hmm? Have you been looking at God's answer to your prayer and said, what is it? Why that? I, 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 don't, I don't think that's it. I'm not sure I can live with that. Well, Grind it, gather it, boil it, come on, form it, 
talking about your spouse. Come on, somebody. My wife has been doing this to me forever. And finally, she's like, well, you're almost good now. Come on. So I want you to understand that a lot of us have been asking God that. A lot of us have been saying, hey, God, where is it? What is it? I, I, I'm not seeing it. I'm not getting it. He's been delivering. He's been delivering. We'll close with this last story. A lady called me, a very dear lady to me the other day, and she said, There's the, we have this Bible, Bible study. She's from another town, another state. And she said, we have this uh, evening class. Uh, it, it's a small group. And there's this one guy who's always praying the same prayer and asking God for this thing, all right? She said, and we were praying about it the other day, and, and it's a spiritual thing. It's an anointing. It's, a, it's God, God putting his power on, on this man. He wants that so bad, and he wants to, he wants to operate in the gifts of the Spirit. And, and this lady is like, I was praying the other day, and boom, it hit me. And I said, really? She said, yeah, I got it. I don't know why he didn't get it, but I got it. Remember that resting thing? She wasn't looking for it. But God came up to deliver, and when he couldn't get it to that guy, he said, here, you can have it. And he gave it to somebody else. And I believe a lot of us in here, our blessings, because we didn't recognize them, have been just kind of handed out to other people. Here you go, you can have it, you can have it, you can have it, you can have it. We've got to start to recognize what God gives us, amen? You've been listening to a message from Vineyard Community Church in downtown London, Kentucky at 220 West 5th Street. It is our prayer that this message has inspired and encouraged you to grow deeper with the Lord. We invite you to come and join us. Our gathering times are 10 a.m. and 11.30 a.m. And Wednesday night, we have meal and a message night at 7 p.m. Great things are happening at Vineyard and everyone is welcome.